0: So what's going on, Success Edge listeners, Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 187, I believe we're on. Uh, We're in season six of the Success Edge uh, podcast, and um, I think we might be up to episode 22. Anyway, I wanted to just, I guess, talk with you guys briefly about something that my my pastor, actually Pastor Jensen Franklin, uh, I attend Free Chapel Church, Chir- Free pap Free Chapel um, in uh, the Gwinnett Campus here, here, here in Atlanta, Georgia. And you know, uh, Pastor Franklin is just a, a an anointed uh, minister of the gospel. He definitely has impacted my wife and I's life. Uh, we're extremely grateful for the church uh, that we attend. Um, you know, I will admit, uh, we attend church. (laughs) I, I, I do know that there are several people that are either in transition of finding a local church, um, or there is a, you know, some people are looking to get away from church or don't believe in, uh, getting together with church. And, uh, that's not my thoughts. That's not my thoughts. Uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, I would highly, highly recommend you getting involved with a group of uh, believers uh, because there's there's just something about being with other like-minded people, and you know, as you guys know in the in the word, in the word there's uh, you know that talks about uh, that the enemy. Uh, roams around like a um, like a roaring lion, okay, and that's talked about. I believe it's in either First or Second Peter. It's one of the Peters, um, but you know, in my opinion, uh, just from what I've noticed or what you know, some documentaries that I've seen, you know, as as the people that decide to actually or not people, but the animals. Let's just take antelope, uh, for example, or, you know, wildebeest or whatever it might be. The people, the the animals that actually kind of stray away from the herd, all right, the ones that actually don't stay with a group are more likely to be attacked by a predator than being within a group, Okay. So you need you need support. You need you know people that if you're going through a tough situation, you know that they're willing to bring you some uh, maybe some food or uh, bring by some meals or at least be able to you know you're able to bounce some ideas off of um, and get around a group of people that you have a relationship with and that you actually you know um, can see physically see them and sit down with them. Uh, that wasn't part of my whole entire talk, but it's just something that kind of came out. So, you know, going to church and being at church is more than just, um, you know, going and hearing, you know, something good on your ears and uh, something that's going to just, you know, you punch your time card. You know, you, you kind of got to get involved a little bit with people at church or just in a group. If, even if it's just a prayer group, you know, once a week or, you know, once or twice a month that you get together. That you actually are able to kind of congregate together and create community. Um, So that wasn't part of my topic, but I just, I'm throwing it out there. But my pastor, uh, he did a talk and this past Sunday, and I, it just, I've actually wanted to do this talk actually for a little while. Um, I just, you know, never maybe had the content uh, to put it all together, but he talked about, um, seed power. Seed power. And, you know, for me, uh, this, is, this is definitely, oh man, uh, one of these talks that has revolutionized or dramatically changed my life, if I could say it that boldly. Uh, as you guys know, the kingdom uh, of God, you know, a couple years ago, um, I've got this. Maybe it was about a year ago, or a little over a year ago. Uh, I got a huge revelation of the kingdom of God, and you know, really learning how the kingdom of God operates. And a lot of I know that a lot there's a lot of teaching out there about the person of Jesus, of what Jesus did, how Jesus acted, how Jesus had compassion, the character of Jesus. Uh, if you want to kind of look at it from that perspective of you know kind of our model of who we are but really there's not a lot of teaching there's not a lot of teaching out there of uh, about the principles of jesus or how jesus operated or how jesus uh... utilized principles here in the earth that have been in the earth for many many years and there's just not a lot of people that actually teach this um... and you know really kind of expound upon these topics of you know the principles of what jesus utilized and really it's just about you know the kingdom it's about you know how the kingdom functions and how jesus operated in a different level different kind of way about things and as far as a kingdom uh, that he brought to this earth and the kingdom is obviously the kingdom of god and jesus talked more about the kingdom and if you kind of look at it and study it, as you guys know, Jesus, Jesus preached the kingdom of God uh, everywhere he went. All right? That is what he came to pro- proclaim. Let me get a quick swig of coffee. Hang on, guys. And the foundational truth of this, this whole entire kingdom is seed. All right? Seed. Everything in life, everything in life begins with a seed, all right? Everything in life. I mean, how did you get here? Well, there had to be some seed planted, <laughs> all right? That is how you got here, is that someone, you know, your your father planted seed in your mother, and voila, there you are. Here you are, okay? You know, how did the... I'm walking, rolling past, uh, there's a tree called a magnolia tree. Beautiful tree, it's down here in the south, and it's just a beautiful tree. How did that tree start growing? I remember you know, my great grandmother, grandmother Kari, uh, had this huge, huge magnolia tree that I used to climb in, and its branches were huge, and I would you know, climb up in that tree all the time. Well, that tree, started out as a seed, very very small seed and the tree began to grow and as that tree began to grow, it got so big. I think that tree probably was at least 30 feet high, at least 30 feet high and it was large enough for a you know a six seven year old boy, me and my probably even my sisters, to be able to climb up in that tree, you know, at least 10 to, you know, 10 to 12 feet up in the air and hang off the branches. It was that big. But where did it originate from? Where did it, how did it get a start? From seed. So the kingdom, the kingdom of God begins with seed. All right. Begins with seed. And my pastor, Pastor Jensen gave about 10 different uh, points about seed power. And I, I just got done listening to, uh, another audio from, uh, Jesse Duplantis about seed power. And then I also, uh, got done listening to him talk, uh, Jesse Plantis talk about, uh, you know, it always works, sowing and reaping. Okay. So I, I want to give, uh, probably at least a couple of these, uh, points that Pastor Franklin gave, and I'm going to mix in kind of my thoughts and my, my takeaways that I actually had from what, uh, Pastor Franklin, you know, taught about. Okay. So number one, he talks about access, access is the seed for opportunity. All right. When someone, when someone grants you access, grants you access, they are, they are, they are allowing you, you know, an opportunity. So basically, seed an opportunity for you to gain more access with them. All right. So, like for example, you know, if if a um, if somebody is 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 a professional, I'm just going to say basketball player, and Michael Jordan says, "Hey, I see some potential in you. Notice potential or you know, you see see something in you. I'm going to grant you, I'm going to allow, you know, you to have access. That seed right there and give you the opportunity to be I'm going to coach you on my 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 things with, you know, my knowledge and my skill set. I'm going to actually coach you in the game of basketball because I see something. I see potential. I see that seed" They could grow up inside of you. And that access is seed for you for an opportunity. All right. So, you know, do not despise small beginnings in your life. All right. The Lord even says that he likes to see the work begin and he, you know, do not despise with small beginnings. That access is seed. All right. Number two, Battles are seed for more territory. Okay? Battles are seed for more territory. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, this isn't me being Debbie Downer or Negative Nelly, but in this earth, if you are a born again Christian and you're not, and you are wanting to be not an average Christian, you are wanting to you know, be a successful, significant, uh, bearing Christian of being able to take, you know, whatever you're doing and listening to the Holy Spirit and take your game to the next level. I I have news for you. Okay. I'm just going to let you know. Okay. Here's, here's the news flash. Right. But there's good news also with it. Okay. That you are going to constantly have to go upstream. All right. You're going to have to constantly go upstream. Now, the good news is, is if you listen to Holy Spirit and you rest and you learn how to rest in the Spirit, okay, there's no toil with it because Jesus Jesus promises this. Jesus is the first drops of blood that ever came from Jesus. I was thinking about this morning, the first drops that ever, you know, came out of Jesus, the first drops were from the sweat of of his brow, he 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 dropped sweat drops of blood from the sweat of his brow in the garden of Gethsemane. All right, and why was that? Why is that significant? Well, if you see what the very first thing that God said that happened to Adam, He said that because of the choice you made, Adam, you will have to toil and sweat from the sweat of your brow. You will have to toil and sweat for everything you would want to receive or, or be able to get. Excuse me, provision for. And Jesus, the very first thing—I mean, blood—his blood had never touched the earth, never, never shed his blood at all up until that moment. And the very first thing that um, that happened was from his brow. Okay, and guess what? It was all from the painful toil and sweat and the agony that we have or that we did have as believers of, you know, trying to figure things out for ourselves. He paid that price right there. Boom. Okay. Now, but so that opens up for us the whole entire, you know, uh, adventure or opportunity for us, gains us access, (laughs) there you go, an opportunity to have a toil-free life, And even though that you're going to be going against the grain of what, you know, this world and what even, you know, an average, you know, run of the mill Christian that just, you know, doesn't, you know, person that, you know, just kind of goes in and punches their time card, you know, so to speak in, you know, their church or, you know, might open up their Bible and says, you know, I'm reading my Bible. I read my Bible every week. Man, I'm sold out to Jesus, but I, you know, I don't, I read my Bible, but you know, I'm reading my Bible for a whole entire year, but you ask them, you know, well, what what are you getting out of the Word? Well, I don't know. I, I can barely remember what I just read. I, I read six chapters today, but I barely remember what I read. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're not getting anything out of the Word, all right? But, you know, when you want to become not an average Christian, when you want to become a sold-out, born-again, Spirit-led, Spirit filled Christian, guess what? You are you 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 have you you want to you want to go from increase to increase. So guess what? When you go from increase to increase, there's going to be battles, all right. Now you know what the apostle Paul says, and I appreciate the Holy Spirit reminding me of this. The Apostle Paul sa- says that guess what? It is called the good, good fight of faith. Well, anytime there's a good fight, that means a fight that I'm gonna win, all right? That means that there is victory already in the fight. All right. All I have to do is maintain my good uh, fight of faith. I just have to maintain my faith, main, remain at rest based upon what I know my heavenly father has promised me. All right. So there, there's, there's, you know, there's going to be battles that you're going to have to fight. I mean, let's, let's think about this. Okay. Battles are the seed. All right. The seed to birthing new territory. I mean, you got to think about it, guys. You know, there's when you when you want to go and go after something, whether that be you know uh, you you feel called to go into ministry or you feel called to open up that that new business. All right, you feel called to pursue that next uh, n- the next job. Uh, Promotion, or you know, or you're out there, you know, trying to get that big sale or that, um, the close that big real estate deal, whatever it is that you're doing, um, for yourself right now, guess what? You're taking new territory. Okay. Now, here's a newsflash. All right. Somebody already owns that territory, and it is not, it's not. You know, and again, we don't battle against flesh and blood. We battle against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. So because of that, you have to actually wage war against those principalities and powers of darkness that actually own that territory. So there's going to be a little bit of a battle. You know how to, You need to know how to fight the battle, right? You need to know your authority as a born-again believer. There, there again, there's something you just have to learn. It's, it's a newsflash, but hey... Sorry, you know, this stuff stuff just isn't exactly unfortunately is just not taught from every single pulpit or every single, you know, Christian just doesn't know these things. The average the average Christian doesn't know these things. I I was an average Christian. I used to be an average Christian. I ain't average no more. Okay? Not average anymore. So anyway, the battle the battles you face are seed for more territory, okay? You know, you got to think about it as you are Going into your promised land as you're going into what you believe God is leading you to do. All right, watch this now. It's something Pastor Jensen said, and I thought it was just money. That guess what? Guess what? The giants only show up in (laughs) the promised land. (laughs) There were no giants in the wilderness. When the children of Israel were just kind of going through the motions when they were, you know, basically just in a holding pattern, which is the goodness, the worst thing you could ever be in, They're there's in a holding pattern of, you know, mundane life. You know, I just eat this manna and I just, you know, go around the mountain one more time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there were no giants in that wilderness, but when you step into your promised land, when you step into the land that you are supposed to go take territory. Guess what? There are giants in the land and you need to know that every battle you go uh, up against is seed for more territory. Okay. Let me move on. Next one. I wanted to mention this is, this is so good. Thankfulness. Thankfulness is the seed for more joy in your life. Okay, man. That Yeah. uh golly, this, this was evident in my life, even this morning. So Mr. McCart, um, was, you know, having a little pity party, uh, you know, this morning where I was, you know, kind of feeling a little down and out. All right. (laughs) But you know what? I had to remember what I was, you know, what I went back and actually looked at my notes. Imagine that. Golly, that's a, there's a something I need to continue doing and maybe you might want to do as well, but the notes I took in church, okay, I read this thing of thankfulness is the seed for more joy in your life. Joy is not a feeling. Joy is not happiness. It is, it is, a, it is a state of expectation of, of, of just blissfulness. Joy is this just knowing that all things are going to be fine. It's peace, I, I, I wish I had a good definition for joy, but thankfulness. I, I began to thank God that I knew He He ordered my steps, He had me exactly where I was supposed to be, that my steps are ordered the Lord, and I was thanking God for that. And guess 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 what? Guess what? Joy began to bubble up because guess God ble- God was I was just beginning to thank God for what he was doing, what he was already had done, what he was going to do in my life, and joy began to well up. That fruit from that seed of thankfulness began to well up, okay? All right, so let's do this, okay? I'm not gonna do all these, okay? Here we go. This is this is a good one right here, okay? Presentation. Presentation is the seed of, for acceptance. Whoa. All right. Man, oh man. Presentation is the seed for acceptance. I want you to think about something, okay? I want you to think about something. I know that there are statements out there that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, right? I know that it says, it says in the word of God that, you know, Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks on the, on the heart. All right, I, I I've I've said all these things, okay, which are true. Which I'm not going to sit there and deny them. That are true, but you know what? Man still looks on the outward appearance. Okay, man still looks on the outward appearance. And I've I'm here to tell you that your presentation of how you package something. Means a whole, whole, whole heck of a lot. Sorry, we live in we live in the air, we live in the world, and guess what? If you don't package something properly, then you know what? The unfortunate thing that's just as it's just unfortunate. You probably won't get accepted. <laughs> I mean, think about this: if if you show up to a job interview, if you show up to a job interview. And you look real like you just woke up out of bed. Right? I I have a I have a very distinct feeling that if you did that, if you if you just rolled out of bed and went to a job interview without taking a shower, without shaving, or without putting on a clean, nice uh, Presley, you know, press shoot plus clothes or whatever, if you decided to do that. Guess what? Yeah, I would probably say you're probably not going to get the job. Okay, um, I, I just have—I just have a feeling. I, well, not a feeling. I just know that. I mean, every every job interview, every time that I've ever gone to a job interview, um, I've always made sure that I was neatly dressed, and because of that, <laughs> it goes well for me to be able to say you know what, I'm probably have a good opportunity that I'm going to get accepted for this job. I mean, you know, you sit there and, you know, think about, you know, when you exit out of your house, if you're, con- if you just look like, if, you know, this is why, this is why I feel like Christians, you know, have to get, you know, just an an understanding that, you know, if you, if if your car if, if i get into your car and your car looks like a like a rat's nest it it says a lot about you all right i mean i i know that per, personally i need to probably go and clean my car up myself right now because i've got some some grass things that are on my car inside my car right now that probably need to be cleaned up from the floorboard and you know i just need to do that but here's the thing i know that the presentation of something you know definitely is extremely important for acceptance it is the seed you know it, why 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 would i go why why would, when i was in sales why would i always i mean i'm talking all ways make sure that the powerpoint or slide deck made sense looked presentable looked cohesive all right The colors, I remember, you know, one of my bosses, she would always make sure the colors and, you know, everything was, you know, right. And that, you know, the, the, the logos were correct and correct placement and look cohesive because it means something for the presentation. Because why, why, if, if you're not going to take, take, I mean, think about it. If you're not, you're. If, if I'm going to talk to somebody, all right, about an opportunity, about doing maybe, say, business with them, or you, where that you're, and I don't even care about the little bitty things, and that just is going to go spill over into bigger things that you're just not going to care about, okay? So I, I can't help but say that presentation is a seed, is a seed. For acceptance alright I'll do two more okay words words are the seed for feelings okay so you know you hear sometimes you know your feelings you know don't need to um, drive your life which is true but how do you control your feelings from your words start planning Words are uh, positive words because guess what will happen? They will dictate your feelings that you have, okay? Right words are the bridge to deliverance, all right? My pastor said that the other day. Right words are the bridge to deliverance. You know, when you start speaking right words, then guess what? A lot of things, I mean, I, I, you've heard me talk about right words more than anything because that they are really kind of the seed and even fertilizer to you know your deliverance of you getting out of the situation uh, and getting your mind right uh, to to think properly and to get yourself to another level in life right this is the power of the seeds okay little actions are seeds that will lead to bigger things down the road right let me talk about the last one, okay? Here we go. This last one. This is... this is. I'm going to just end on this one. Okay? Problems are the seed for recognition. Okay? Problems are the seed for recognition. Problems... Problems are seed. Man, that... that <laughs> You're... You know, you, you have, I mean, I think about it this way. Problems are an invitation, are an invitation to promotion. I, one of the thoughts that just kind of, you know, I remember a story about uh, this, this gentleman that, um, that basically had, uh, they were, they were trying to get. All right. So I was just. uh... (laughs) <laughs> interrupted uh, by my wife uh, calling me. I apologize. So, <clears throat> anyway, let me go back to what I was saying. Um, problems are an invitation for promotion. Okay? I mean, there's too many examples of this that I can cite uh, from the Word of God. Uh, David fa- facing Goliath uh, to... <clears throat> to um, Oh, I, well, let me go back to one. Uh, that I've I've always just known that this is, was so important, and that was the pre, uh, presentation is is it, uh, it has to be first and foremost for um, you know for you guys and you know presentation <clears throat> with your um, that seed. I mean, you got to look at Joseph. Joseph when he was escorted out of prison, he. Made the decision to actually get his presentation, his, how he presented himself in line, so that before he went in before Pharaoh, that guess what? He was accepted by Pharaoh. Presentation, guys, make sure you, you know, you're neatly kept, you're groomed right, okay? Problems again, problems are an invitation. For promotion or an invitation for recognition, you know, you look at anybody that solves a problem. uh, Joseph is a great example. Daniel is a great example. Um, You know, in the Bible, uh, you know, all these different people they solve problems, and it elevated them to new heights in their relationships and gave them great promotion and great recognition. Okay, so those are seeds right there. The power of a seed. They might seem small little opportunities, small little things that might be happening, but I promise you guys, it matters. Okay? It matters. So, success as a community, that's the power of the seed right there. I just want to talk to you guys r- briefly about that. Hey guys, if you want to partner up with me, if you've been blessed by this podcast, I'd ask you to go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart and feel free to sew into uh, this podcast. And, gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health and the spirit of breakthroughs on you guys and gang will catch you on the other side.